The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve whom he also named apostles, that they might be with him, and he might send them forth to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, whom he named Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, whom he named Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Well, good morning to everybody. How are you guys doing? Too cold for you out there? No? Yes? No? Maybe kind of? It's not so bad after. If you pray real hard, maybe you'll get a snow day out of this. Okay? <laughs> well, this morning's gospel seems really boring. But actually something really cool happened, if you're paying attention. Okay? It just says very simply, Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. And then he names the first 12 apostles, right? And these are the guys, these are the 12 people that he built his church on, the 12 apostles. What he was really doing was he was calling the very first Catholic priests, actually not just the first Catholic priests, but the very first Catholic bishops in the world. These 12 guys were the first 12. And it says something because every time Jesus calls somebody to be a priest, it's the same story. He does the same thing. It says Jesus, first of all, he's on the mountain, which is kind of a symbol. He's up above, right? You could say Jesus is on the tallest mountain ever, which is heaven. It's like he's way up there. And Jesus looks out at the world and he looks and sees certain people and says, I want you, and I want you, and I want you, okay? And he calls them by name. He says, I want you to come and to serve me with all of your life. That's what he did to Monsignor Dwyer once upon a time. That's what he did to me and Father Epi and all the other priests that you know. Once upon a time, he looked out there and he said, I want this guy to be my priest. And not because priests are perfect, because I promise you, if you get to know me, you will know I am not perfect, right? Actually, some of the people out, some of the adults out there can already testify. Father Eric is not perfect, okay? Actually, when I used to do youth ministry, I used to deal with kids when I was in the Philippines. And you know what my nickname was? It was a joke, but my nickname, see if you can guess. Yes. You have no idea. <laughs> My nickname was Evil Priest. <laughs> Kids used to say it as a joke because I was, at any given moment, I was liable to like hit him with a water balloon or throw a frog at him or do something, you know, push him into a swimming pool, do any of those things when I was doing my camps and stuff. So the kids would say, you're evil. <laughs> 
But anyway, all those kids that used to call me evil priest are still in touch with me and they're good friends and some of them are actually married already. It was a long time ago, okay? So anyway, the point is, Jesus does not look at you and say, I need perfect people to be priests. He just looks out and he says, I he calls the ones that he wants. And priests are generally going to be ordinary guys. You can't be too weird and be a priest. Uh, if you're too, too, too weird, he's like, okay, well, you'll scare people off. Um, but if you're just an ordinary guy, uh, Jesus looks though and says, I want you to be mine. And that's what he calls. And why does he do that? Well, it says here, for three things. Number one, so that they can be with him. What does that mean? What does it mean to be with Jesus? Okay, yes. doesn't mean to die and go to heaven. Well, that's also being with Jesus, but that's not what he means. Otherwise, I would have a very short priesthood. You raised your hand, and now you're rubbing your chin. Okay, yeah, how about you? Praying? That is the perfect answer. This kid is the smartest kid in the entire front row, kind of. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the girls next to you would disagree. But anyway, praying. Actually, that's, that was actually the right answer. To be with Jesus basically means the number one way we can be with Jesus is we dedicate our lives to praying, to doing things like celebrating Mass, um, to spending time one-on-one -on -one with Jesus, to spending time in the church, even if nobody else is here, just to come and visit Jesus who's in the tabernacle, that's to be with Jesus, okay? And when we're praying, well, I was going to say, I was going to say it's not for nothing, it's always for something, because when we're praying to Jesus, we're doing the number one thing that we are made for. We are, ma the only reason Jesus bothered making any of us, okay, let me, how many of you have ever thought about this? Why did Jesus even bother making me? Okay, yes, 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 you with the little... Yes, you with the glasses and the gloves. Oh no, she's going to rub her chin again. Clearly your teachers have taught you to raise your hands and then try to figure it out and start rubbing your chin. <laughs> Alright. The only reason Jesus made anybody in this church or anybody in the world is... To be with him. Jesus wants friends, and he wants to spend time with his friends. And ultimately, when we go to heaven, that means we're going to be with Jesus for a long, long time. And we're going to be with him real close, okay? That's the only reason we exist, is to be with him. And then he says, he gives them two other jobs. To preach, which is what priests do a lot of, right? And you guys have to listen to us. I'm sorry. We'll try to make it interesting. To preach, which basically means to share share with people about Jesus. Because otherwise, you know what happens is, and I'm, I'm willing to bet it sometimes happens to you. Sometimes, if we're not careful, we can get distracted. And we can forget about Jesus because we're watching TV and playing games and you know doing all that other stuff that we do with our lives. And if we're not careful, we can forget about Jesus. So he wants some people, like me, to go out and preach and remind people, hey, guess what? Remember God? He's still out there, and he still wants to be your friend. And thirdly, to have authority to drive out demons. Imagine that. Priests have special power even over the devil. Now, 
An, analysis, an image I can use is this. I think I've already used this image with you, but I'm going to use it again because it always works. Okay. Imagine, you know, you guys know the Avengers, right? Superheroes, you guys all know the Avengers. Come on, you, you know the Avengers. Thor, the Hulk, Captain America, all those guys. Okay, yeah. So anyway, imagine that you've got, like, some big bad guy who's a bully and picking on people, and they're just going to pick on you and be mean to you and push you around, but you happen to have Thor as your best friend. And if the bully does something bad, Thor will do something like pick up a school bus and throw it at him and then follow it up with a couple of lightning bolts and okay, and the guy stands no chance. That's like Jesus. But not only do you have Thor as your friend, Thor is like super, super, super duper powerful, but you also have Captain America, it's not Captain America, you have Iron Man. <laughs> Now, Iron Man is kind of funny because he's just a normal guy, but he's got a super cool suit. He's got the metal suit, and he can fly, and he can shoot, and do all kinds of stuff, and he's super strong. When he wears a suit! Without a suit, he's just a normal guy, right? That's kind of like being a priest. Inside, you know, we're just normal people, but Jesus gives us superpowers over the devil. We can do things like hear confession, and every time we commit sins, a priest can forgive you your sins, and if, you, if it's right around the time that you're going to die, imagine how cool that is. You know, I'm probably going to die in the next 30 minutes, and all of a sudden a priest comes into my life and forgives me my sins, and I've got a just straight shot to heaven. How cool is that? Okay? And we can give you the Eucharist, and we have special things that Jesus gives us, special powers that he gives the priest to be able to protect all the rest of us from the devil. And the truth is, Jesus is not done asking people to be priests. And the truth is, there are probably one or two or three or whatever of you that someday Jesus might say, hey, this microphone's pathetic. How about you be my priest? How about you be my superhero? How about you be the one who puts on the Iron Man suit against the devil and blows him away? with stuff like confession, okay? So let's pray very much that Jesus continues to send us priests. Let's pray for all of us who are priests because frankly, we need it so that we do a good job. And um, yeah, let's thank him for the gift of the priesthood. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.